Today's daf is Vavakama daf Pei Beis. Thank Alicia again for uh, filling in and giving the shir yesterday. And uh, he told me he got up to the two dots on daf Pei Beis Amaralev. So we went through already all of the takanos that Yoshua had made when Klal Yisrael entered Eretz Yisrael. Today's daf we're going to discuss two other sets of ten. There were Yoshua's ten takanos. Now we're going to discuss on Amaralev. We're going to discuss Ezra's ten takanos. That Ezra, when they came back after Galus Bavel, also made ten takanos. And then on Amid Beis we're going to get into ten things, a list of ten things about Yerushalayim. Ten things that we're careful about or halachos that apply specifically to Yerushalayim. So we have sets of ten that are at work over here. Now it's interesting, why do we mention the ten takanos of Ezra? Why is it? Is it just a coincidence that Yoshua had ten takanos and Ezra had the exact same number of takanos? Is it? Uh, is there something about the number or was it Ezra made takanos and needed to be made and it turned out that there happened to have been ten of them. You know, sometimes when you have numbers, like you're a top 10 list. Sometimes there really are a top 10. It just happens to be that there are 10 of them. But more often, they're, they're aiming for a certain number. So they, they come up with 10 and really there are really only 7 and they just uh, quetch out another 3 or they're really 12 and they combine a few, you know, because uh, 10 is a nice round number. What was Ezra? Was Ezra looking for Dafka 10? So in the Sefer Torah Chaim, he says, yeah, he was Dafka looking for 10 because once he realized that Yoshua had made 10 Takanos when he came into Eretzol the first time, he thought that the Second Biasaret should should parallel the first Biasaret. Chazal Darshan and Sanhedrin Daf Sadiches Ad Yavarim Chashem Zubia Rishona Ad Yavarim Zukanisa Zubia Shnia. So just like Bia Rishona had ten uh, tenais that Yeshua put into place for the for the betterment of Klal Yisrael, so too Ezra thought it would be appropriate that the Bia Shnia should be should be similar. Now before we even list what the Takanos are, it's going to be notable what's absent from the list because Ezra, in fact, made more than 10 Takanos. We're going to mention 10 of them, but the Rashash already points out, it doesn't mention what the Mishra and Brachos Tafnandalit says, that Kol Chosme Brachos Shebemikdash HaYomrim Ada Olam, and Mishakil Kulot Stukim Vamru Ein Ela Olam Echad, that it used to be that they would say Ad Olam, and then when they realized that people were thinking that there's only one world, that there's only an Olam Hazen, and that there is no Olam Abba, so they made a Takana, they should say Mino Olam Viada Olam, you should mention Olam twice, to let everyone know that there are two Olamos. And Rashi says over there, Ezra is the one that made that, that Takana. Also, the Gemara over there says that a person should be shol b'shlom chaver b'shem, that Hashem yimachem and learn from Boaz, but Ezra is the one that made a takana to make that, that that's the way everyone should greet. Shalom Aleichem, we use a shem Hashem, a shalom Aleichem, shalom Aleichem, shalom is one of the shemos of Hashem. So that Ezra is misakin, that we greet people with a, with a shem Hashem. Those don't make the list. Also, takana, the Gemara Megillah, Daflam, and Alpha and Beis, that Rabbi Shimon Al-Azramar, Ezra, Tikein, Lem, Lisol, Shud, Karun, Klolo, Shabbatars, Karnim, Kodem, Atzeres, that we read the Tochecha in Vayikra before uh, before Shavuos Vishab Mishnah Torah called him Rosh Hashanah and we read the, the Tochecha in Devarim before Rosh Hashanah that was a Takhanas Ezra that we should arrange the Kriyasa Torah on the calendar to fit that pattern to make sure that we read the Tochecha at three, these critical points and yet it doesn't mention anything about these Takhanos in our Gemara so on the last one uh, they suggest that it's a Das Yach that it's only Rabbi Shimon Ben who said that Ezra was Masaki 
not, but maybe according to others, as it was not Mesakin, and our Gemara is assuming like other Shitos. However, the Arsamech in Yisuri Bia Paragdalid writes that it, the Gemara doesn't mention the Takanos, uh, all the Takanos that were made as a Siag Torah, only those Takanos that were for, um, for, for family life and for national, uh, the betterment of a national society, but not those Takanos that were Stam, a Siag Torah, that he made, uh, we're going to, we're going to see what, uh, what these Takanos have in common, were Takanos that relate to Shalom Bayis, Takanos that relate to Takshite Nashim, and Tvila of a woman, and things of that nature. And even Tvila of a Balkari, so that uh, men and women uh, should, uh, should, should uh, that men shouldn't be Mitsuyinets and Lashem Ketarnagolim, that there should be some separation to create a sense of, uh, of, of longing for each other. Most of the things that Ezra was Masakin over here are all the ten that we're going to list, do not just stam relate to Takanas that he made for, uh, for normal Torah purposes as a Siag Torah. They're specifically focused on the life of the nation and the life of the family. So let's see what these Takanas are. Ezra, Takanas, Tikin, Ezra. So the way the Daf is going to work is similar to yesterday. We're going to have first just the list of Takanas and then we're going to go through what he was thinking one by one, a little bit about each Takana. So with his Takanas included, Shekorin B'Mincha B'Shabbos that we should read Kriya Satora Mincha and Shabbos. V'Korin B'Sheni B'Chamishi. And that... Uh, uh, you should read Kriya Satara on Mondays and Thursdays. Now, is that one Takana or is that two Takanas? You say that's one Takana to say to read Shabbos afternoon and Monday, Thursday? Or is it a Takana to read on Milcha B'Shabbos and a separate Takana to read B'Shenu B'Chamishi? So the Abu Dram writes that it sounds from our Gemara, as we'll see when it elaborates, it elaborates on them separately that the Kriya Milcha B'Shabbos and Kriya B'Shenu B'Chamishi are actually two separate Takanas. But in the Yushalmi, in the fourth parak of Megillah, it counts them both as one Takana, I, how do you then get to the number 10? So they added uh, another Takana that women should speak, should talk when they're in the Beis HaKisei, so if a person would come, they'd hear them speaking, they won't enter into the Beis HaKisei, they didn't have locks on the doors, they didn't have doors on the doors, so they, uh, so they, they wanted to make sure that, uh, that people shouldn't get too close, so they made another Takana that women should speak when they enter the, the Beis HaKisei. The Bavli says that that, ta- the Bavli quotes such a Takana in Sanhedrin Daf Yutes, but says that that Takana was made by Rabbi Yossi in Sipuri. So it was not a Takana Sezra according to the Bavli. So Yerushami Lishitaso says that was a Takana Sezra, so it has to consolidate two of our Takana Sezra. So it consolidates the Takanos of Kriya Satora and Shabbos Mincha and Kriya Satora on Monday and Thursday. So in the Mara Hapanim, Korovir in the Masifta writes that the Bavli and Yerushami here are Lishitasam. The Bavli holds Kriya Bisheni Chamishi was Mesukan Alide Moshe Rabbeinu. We're going to see in our Sugya, the Gemara is going to say that, that it was really Moshe. Ezra was misakin how many aliyos, how many psukim, details about Kriya B'Sheni B'Chamishi. But the actual Kriya B'Sheni B'Chamishi, that was misukan alide Moshe Rabbeinu. As opposed to Kriya B'Mincha, the Etzem HaKriya was misukan alide Ezra. So Bavli Lishita, so it's got to be two separate Takanos, because the nature of the Takanos are different. By Shabbos Mincha, it's that you should lay and by Monday, Thursday, we already had that you should lay was only misakin how you should lane, how much to lane, how many olim to lane. But the Yerushalmi holds that even the etzim kriya of sheni v'chamishi was mesukan alidei Ezra was not a takanas Moshe Rabbeinu. So the Yerushalmi l'shitaso is going to say that Shabbos mincha Monday Thursday is all one thing because Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't misakin any of it, so it was all up to uh, up to Ezra to be misakin. Then the Gemara goes on. The dun b'sheni v'chamishi another takanas Ezra. Now we should have 
Din Torah, we should have uh, Beisdin should meet, should convene on Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, Rashi, uh, Tosos rather points out, Vim Tomar Valokodim Takana says, Beisdin Kavun Bechal Yom, Kedom Bixubis. The Gemara in the first part of Kavun tells us, and what was before Takana says what? Did Beisdin never convene before Takana says No, Beisdin always convened before Takana says Bechal Yom. Every day they had, so was that a Takana or a Kilkel that Ezra did? Here you had Beisdin convening every day. Then comes along Ezra and says, no, only Monday, Thursday. You want to find a basin on Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, you can't, for Sunday, you can't find one. That's, that's terrible. Isn't that, a, isn't, that, isn't that taking a step backwards rather than being misakin? In what way is that a takanas, Ezra, Tosos wants to know. So Tosos points out, Because there's only so much demand on Beisdin, there's only so many cases that have to come in front of Beisdin, so if you're going to have Beisdin convene every day, there couldn't have been as many Bateidin. There had to be a Beisdin in a very large city, and anyone who lived in any of the smaller cities would have to travel to the large city. Once Ezra was Misaki, that there are only two days of Beisdin, so they were able to set up Bateidin, every little community had a Beisdin, so you didn't have to travel so far for a Beisdin. The Rishonim give other answers in Masechus Ksuvis, is where they discuss this question. They give other answers as well. They suggest that maybe that initially that the, the, uh, the Beisdin convened, uh, it was an ad hoc basis. If you needed a Beisdin, you try to get together a basin, you'd show up, see if you can get three Dayanim together. But there was never a basin Kavua. There was never a time where you can go and know for sure that you can find a basin. So as was Misakin, that people shouldn't have that anxiety of having to gather a basin and not even know if you can be able to put one together, so they, that, that they made it a Dover Kavua, that there would always be a basin available to them in that way, it was, uh, it was in fact a Takana of, uh, of, of Ezra. It's interesting, Tosos over here points out the uh, I, I skipped it before. Actually, it goes on in the Gemara later. We'll get to the later. So it says Gemara further now. They also made a takana. Ezra also made a takana to do laundry on Thursday, and the Gemara is going to explain obviously for covered Shabbos. Another takana to eat garlic on erev Shabbos. We'll explain that when a woman would bake, she should wake up early in the day to bake in the morning, so that the when Aniyim would come around later in the day, there would be fresh bread to give them, because if women would only bake later when Aniyim would come around, they wouldn't have any food to provide the Aniyim with, so as a takana, to bake early in the day, she'd be more inviting knowing that she has, uh, that she has food available to them. That's like Mark Subastav Samuch Zayin, I think it was Marukva, says that his wife had a greater schar in tzedakah when they were giving, he was giving matan beseser, and then someone wanted to find uh, who was giving the money, so uh, the guy was waiting by the door when Marukva dropped off the package and he started chasing after him to see who it was and his wife was with him that day and they, the only place to run so that they wouldn't be caught was in this furnace where there were hot coals on the ground and his wife's feet weren't burning but his feet were burning so the Gemara says his wife's feet weren't burning because when people would come to the door she would give them something ready made they wouldn't have to have the, the, the burden of having to take money and figure out what to buy and going out and buying it and making it and baking they, she gave them food she gave them what they actually needed ready made 
maid. So that, that's a woman's great zuchus in tzedakah, more so than a man's, is that a woman is often able to provide something ready-made. So that was the, uh, that's the Takanas Ezra, is that she should always have that ability, that if she's going to bake, she should bake early in the day. That a woman should wear some type of, uh, of, of, of a belt, of a sinar, which uh, the Gemara is going to discuss, what exa- the Gemara is not going to discuss, we shouldn't discuss what exactly that is, what is a sinar. Rashi says like, Mechnasayim Ketanim, Shidduk Mubetza says that it's, uh, uh, that, that they would wear it Samuch Levesta, not to, they would wear it around the time when they would become a Nida, not to uh, mess up their clothing and not to, to have the blood go all over the place. So that's what type of uh, begging it was. Some understand that it was a chastity belt, that's how uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the uh, Rambam says that it was the Takanash Chogeres Pisina Tamar Betoch Beisa Mishum Tznius. And Maritz Chayis writes that he writes Bebeisa because uh, that which the Gemara never says. The Gemara never says Bebeisa because he's Samech on the Yerushalmi that Ezra was Masakin Bein Milafaneha Bein Milachrel that this thing should be worn both in front in front of her body and in the back of her body because of a Maisa Shahaya Sharava Kof Meachareha because of a Maisa Shahaya that a, a woman was uh, taken advantage of by a monkey or a gorilla or something so it was uh, some way to protect a woman from being raped it was uh, a chastity belt that's what uh, that's what it was so I, I googled it they said there's on, when chastity belts became uh, a thing and they said there's no evidence that it ever existed before the 15th century so I think we found evidence that it existed before the 15th century, that it was a Takanas Ezra, that a woman should wear such a thing. Okay. And that a woman should be Chofefes Vitovelas. Before she goes to the mikvah, she should do what's called the Chafifa. We'll discuss that, we'll elaborate on that a little bit further as well. That perfume sellers should be, should go around to, to different cities. What exactly is that Takana, that perfume seller, that, that what about them, that they should go around, a Takana that they should go, that they should be allowed to go, that, that what? So it's uh, three three shitos and rishonim. Rashi writes that it's the takana was that the bnei ear can't stop the rochlim from being mistovei from going around in the city selling their uh, their perfumes. The rush and the piskei rid say no. The takana was that the rochli ear cannot stop outside rochlim. Normally there's a halacha that if you're doing business in a town and you live in that town, so you have uh, rights to you have kedima before people from the outside could come in and. Uh, and, and, and sell things in that, in that town. The Gemara has a whole discussion about that, that what makes you a Ben Ha'ir that you're allowed to sell things in that town. The Gemara says anyone who pays taxes in that town becomes a Ben Ha'ir. But normally you're allowed to stop people if they're not a member of the community from coming in, but not by Rochlim. That was the Takana says that you should allow Rochlim to be able to come uh, at any time. The Yad Ramah suggests that the Takana is when the Rochlim would come around, that they dafka come around on Mondays and Thursdays so that Benos Yisrael should know that they have everything set for the beginning of the week and at the end of the week, that there was a time that they knew that perfume was always going to be available to them, that whatever cosmetics they needed were going to be available to them. There were always Rochel Maxim and Bayaros, but it was unpredictable. You never knew when the next time you, the Rochel was going to come. So that was his Takana, that they should have a set schedule similar to the Takana that he made about the Beisdin. And Vitikin Tvila Le Balikarian. He was also Masakin Tvila for a Balkari, that a man should go to the mikveh when he's a Balkari. And we'll see a little bit more about that in Ahmed Bez. So now, the Gemara is going to go through one by one. Why is it that they made a Takana? 
to have Kriyas HaTorah, specifically at Mincha B'Shabbos, so the, the Gemara says, Mishum Yoshve Kronos, because of the Yoshve Kronos. What about Yoshve Kronos? Rashi says, Yoshve Chanoyos Kol Yimos HaChol, Oskin B'Schora Vein Korn B'Shein V'Chamishi, Tikum D'Gvayu Kriya Yaseira. They didn't get to learn much. These were people that were uh, too busy, uh, involved in their uh, business. They had they were unable to show up to Shul on Mondays and Thursdays when there was Kriya Satara. So Ezra said, you know what, we have to throw in an extra Kriya Satara on the one day that they have off. So let's uh, throw in an extra Kriya Satara on, uh, on, on Shabbos so that at least we'll have, we'll have that, one extra, that one extra Kriya Satara. That's how uh, Rashi Simpson said. In the Drush of Samsofer, he seems to assume differently. He seems to assume that the idea of uh, Mishum Yoshe Kronos is not that the Yoshe Kronos would hear Kriya Satara. It's that other people who are Tamid Chachamim, who normally hear Kriya Satara, will learn extra Torah in the Zuchus to be Mechaper for the Yoshe Kronos. That it's the mice of the Tzadikim that's going to be Mechaper for the Yoshe Kronos. The Yoshe Kronos aren't going to show up. The guys who don't show up to the Shear during the week aren't going to show up to the Shear on Shabbos. They don't there are learners and there are non-learners. So the people who aren't learning, so the tzaddikim have to take an extra extra learning upon themselves to be mechaper for the people who aren't interested in learning uh, learning the Torah. That's how the uh, the Chassam Sofer seems seems to understand the uh, the idea of the Yoshe Kronos. Now Masach Sofrim in the eleventh parak it says that they will read uh, the Torah not only on Shabbos afternoon mincha but on Yom Tov and mincha as well. The Rambam in the twelfth parak of Hilchos Tefillah says we don't do that. Our because we don't read Yontif at Mincha. Rabbi Menach explains that Ezra was Mesachin Shabbos Mincha because that's where Mitsuyun Yoshe Kronos, because the Yoshe Kronos can't do anything else on Shabbos. All Malacha is Asir. So, Yantif, Malacha Sochal Nefesh is Mutter. So, whenever there's anything else to do, they'll find something else to do rather than, uh, than, than come to people. Yeah, people are not interested in learning. They'll find, if there's an excuse, they'll find it. If there's something else that they could possibly be doing, they'll find something else to possibly be doing other than learning. So, even Yantif, you can barely do anything. Okay, now all of a sudden they're big uh, cooks and bakers and they're going to be in the kitchen helping their wives all of a sudden the wives haven't seen them in uh, months but now they're going to help their wives in the kitchen so that's the uh, that's what Rebbeinu Menach says that, the, that that's why they were never misaki for Yantiv because the Yoshe Kronos weren't around in Yantiv the Yoshe Kronos were, uh, were, would only come on Shabbos anyway and uh, Ezra made a separate takana again as we said before the Bavli understands that it's a separate takana to read on Mondays and Thursdays Ezra Tikein asks the Gemara, was this really ta- Ezra's Takana? This was a Takana from much, much earlier. The Torah says that they uh, went uh, three days in the Midbar, and they didn't find any water. So Dorshe Rishumos Amru, the Dorshe Rishumos explained, it's not really a reference to water, it's a reference to Torah. That, they, that anyone who's thirsty should go to water, and it means that what in my Torah that you have to we're going to be thirsting for Torah. Given it would be terrible if Kali went three days without Torah, all would be lost. So Amdu Nevim Shebeneim, the Nevim Shebeneim got up. We'll have to discuss who exactly that is. And Vitiknu Lahem Shiukarim B'Shabbos, and they made a Takana. You should have Kriyas Torah on Shabbos. Umav Sikin Bechel B'Shabbos Sunday. You don't have Kriyas Torah. 
coincidence? We mentioned Sunday and a Sunday? No, I don't think so. V'karin b'sheni, we mention every day. V'karin b'sheni, you read on Monday, and you take off on Tuesday and Wednesday. V'karin b'chamishi, you read on Thursday, and you take off Friday. So that you should never go three days, gimel yamim, below Torah, three days without Torah. So uh, you see, it's an earlier takana. Initially, they made this takana right after Kabbalah said Torah. Says, or even before Kabbalah said Torah, really. So the Gemara says, Me'ikara tiknu chad gavra Initially, you're right. It was takana from the days of Moshe Rabbeinu, but the initial takana was one ola, three psukim, that's it. Inami tlasa gavri tlasa psuki kinegran levim Yisrael. Or maybe three olim, three psukim, and the number three is kinegran levim Yisraelim. Gemara Megillah discusses why we have ten psukim, why Ezra was specifically number ten, why we have three olim, what, what everything is kineged, why you'd have five on a yantif, why you have seven on a Shabbos, Gemara goes through all that stuff. Asahu tikin tlasa gavri vasara psuki kinegran asara batlanim. Then Ezra came along and he said, Three olim, minimum of ten psukim, with the exception of Vayava Amalek and Purim, uh, minimum of ten psukim, and that's Kenega the Asara Batlanim. Who are the Asara Batlanim? So Rashi says, Bidayadam Ksherim. Batlanim sounds like it's an insult. Sounds like it's not, not a good thing to be a Batlan, because when your Rebbe called you a Batlan, you normally wasn't a compliment. But Rashi says, No, no, was a, these were really good guys. These were Bidayadam Ksherim, Betelin mi Melachton Lasuk Pitzar Chetzibur, who would give up their work in order to instead be involved in they would always show up early to shul so that when it came time to daven there was always a minion there and the tzibur would support these asara batan they would support a kailo of ten guys who were there to take care of tzarche tzibur who were there to learn who were there to daven and it always, uh, was, uh, was always a guarantee that you had a minion on time because of these ten guys so that's connected the asara batanim now Tulsus points out if the whole point was just that we shouldn't have three days without Torah, it didn't really have to be Monday and Thursday, Lechara. It could have been any days of the week where you just don't go three days in a row without Torah. I mean, you could have had Tuesday and Friday, and that would have been the same, that would have been just as good. So why is it Dafka Monday and Thursday? So Tos points out, Moshe says, because it was a Thursday when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to get the second set of luchos, and he came down on a Monday. So that's why we dafka, the luchos that we have, that we got to keep, were uh, Monday and Thursday were key days for those luchos. In Makom, That became an Ace Ratzon for Torah specifically, and that's why it's Monday, Thursday. He says, that's why we have Tainus Bahab. Tulsa then says, well, if you do the math, then he wasn't really there for 40 days and 40 nights. Because if he, uh, if, 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 in fact, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu went up on a Thursday and he went up in the morning, not the previous night, and then he came down on a Monday, so it's, uh, it's, 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 Tulsa says, it's okay, not such a big deal. It was enough time for him to learn whatever he needed to learn and to achieve the Kapara from the Ribbon Shalom. And then Tulsa goes through the dates. He goes through very carefully what happened exactly when. We don't have any Daf Yomi coincidences in the dates. Close. We have Chavtes Av, 
Davin, we have Yud Zayin Tamim, right in between. But uh, but he, the, he goes through exactly what happened when. Now a couple of things. Who are these Dorshe Rishumos? The Dorshe Rishumos said that ain't Maya Melatoris. Shita Mubetzis quotes from a Gaon. Dorshe Rishumos are people who are Doresh. Masharashum Bakasov. What's written in the uh, the Psukim. Um the uh the in the Taurus Chaim he says Dorshe Mikros Stumos. Rishumos means or a Rishima is not naksiva, it's a marking. So marking doesn't spell out exactly what it's saying. A marking is like a sign, it's an indication of something. That's why they're called Dorshe Rishumos, because the Torah very often is written cryptically where it's meant to convey something that's much deeper than what appears at the surface. So when they they're finding that which lies beneath the surface. They're specifically referred to as Darshe Rishumos. Anyone can say they were thirsty for water. That's what it <laughs> says. To find that in Mayim Torah, that it's a reference to something deeper, that there was a Takana at the time to, to read Kriya Satara, that's Darshe Rishumos. The uh, Ben Yoyada suggests that the Darshe Rishumos means Darish Yudgim Lamida Shatara in the Dresh's Ben, and uh, the, especially from Riboy and Miot, from different Osios that are extra that seem to be missing, and their mechadesh halachos based on uh, the midos shatar and drashapen. Fine. So the Dorshe Rishumos came up with this drasha. Ask the marsha, why can't you just say that it means that they were thirsty? I mean, mehechitesi that it has to do with uh, with Torah. Maybe it's just a sibor devarim telling us that they that they were thirsty, that they needed water. So he says because the following pasuk says sham samlo choku mishpat. What does Samlo Choku Mishpat have anything to do with being thirsty for water? So says Marsha, that was the Hechrich. The fact that it then talks about Choku Mishpat means that they were missing out on Choku Mishpat and they needed more Choku Mishpat. Choku Mishpat is a reference to, to the Talmud Torah. Marsha also writes that the three days, the meaning of the three days is that uh, three, three is a Chazaka. So you go three days without Torah, it's like a Chazaka that a person isn't, uh, isn't learning. So it would be much more difficult to get back into learning. Uh, Yerushalmi uh, Darshan and brachos im tazveni yom yomayim ezvecha that v'loyechlushos mayim imaru kimarim heim that if you leave it for one day, will Hakadosh Baruch will leave for two days, so that will be a total of three days without Torah, and then the water is not going to taste sweet anymore. Then the water is going to be marim. The water is going to be bitter. For a person to be engaged in Torah, it has to be on a consistent basis. And uh, if it's, uh, he fails in consistency, it's going to be very hard to get into it. It's going to be very hard to be uh, to be interested. Um, there is a discussion whether Kriyas HaTorah on Shabbos is a Chiv Minat Torah or a Chiv Midrabanan. The, the, the very fact that we read from the Torah on Shabbos and when, when it was Masukah. The Rambam in Ilchus Tvila writes that Moshe Rabbeinu was Masakin the Yisrael that they should read Torah Barabim B'Shabbos B'Sheni U'B'Chamishi. Moshe Rabbeinu made all these Takanas. Kesemishta says that even though the Gemara says Nevi'im Shebeneim Tiknu but the Rambam says Moshe Rabbeinu was Masakin because who do you think the Nevi'im Shebeneim were in the days of Moshe Rabbeinu? The greatest Navi Lo Kambi Yisrael Kamosha Oh, the greatest Navi of the time was Moshe Rabbeinu. So uh, the Nevi'im, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, and the other Nevi'im in the generation made this, uh, this Takana. But, but and obviously they wouldn't have done it without Moshe Rabbeinu's input. But it was a Din Midrat, Moshe Rabbeinu was also a rabbi. I mean, not only did Moshe Rabbeinu give us Dinim Dar Raisa and Kala Tarukula, he also made Takanas. So this was a Takana Midrabanan, a very, very early Takana Midrabanan of Moshe Rabbeinu. The, the, the Bach, however, in Simitafresh Pehei writes, Akriya Star and Shabbos is Midar Raisa, because Moshe Tikin the Israel, and if Moshe was uh, the one that instituted it, it must have been Dar Raisa. Difficult to understand, because 
Tikkain doesn't sound like a Lashon of Daraisa. It sounds like it was a Takanamidrabanan. What's wrong with saying that Moshe Rabbeinu was, uh, was Gozer uh, Takanamidrabanan? There's a, a Kasha that the Achronim deal with, which is a fascinating question. You know, the, uh, there is a Halacha Midaraisa, and Rashani is supposed to blow a shofar. There's a Halacha Midaraisa on the first day of Sukkot, no matter where you live, you're supposed to take Lulav Nesrim. There's a Halacha Kabbalah that you're supposed to, uh, that you're supposed to read the Megillah on, uh, on Purim. And yet, none of those things happen when it's Chal and Shabbos. Why? Because whenever there's a Chavzah Shal Mitzvah that needs to be used in order to fulfill even a Mitzvah Daraisa on Shabbos, Chazal or Misakim, don't do it. Even though there's a mitzvah that I to do, Chazal or Misakim, B'Shevi Altase, the Rokha Dovrenat or B'Shevi Altase, don't do it because we're afraid you're going to carry a Dalarams for some. Yelech Eitzel Baki Lilmod, you'll bring it to a Baki to learn and you're going to end up carrying Dalarams for some. So the Achronim deal with the question, why didn't they make a Takana that you're not allowed to lane on Shabbos? That you might bring the Torah to a Baki Lilmod to, to learn how to lane on Shabbos. So the, uh, the Tos Shabbos suggests, because that would be Mivatal to, to read on Shabbos. Meaning, we think of Kriya Satara as, yeah, we read Shabbos Monday, Thursday. No, no, Monday, Thursday was Ezra's Takana. Shabbos was ta- the, the initial Takana, or maybe even a Dinda Araisa. So to, we cannot uproot an initial an in, a Takana in its entirety. That we don't have the ability we don't have the ability to do. That's what the Taz writes in a few places in Shulchan Aruch, most notably in Tavkov Peichas by Tzchia Shofar on Yom Tov, where the Taz says, why didn't they make the same Gezeira that you should shouldn't be allowed to blow shofar on Yantif. Gzeru shami yisakin klishir. A shofar is kind of musical, so you might come to me yisakin klishir if you could blow shofar. You can't make a takana that you can't blow shofar on Yantif. That's crazy. Then no one would ever blow shofar. And Chazal don't have that kind of ability to uproot something entirely. So to say that you're not allowed to do Kriya Satar and Shabbos would be a complete uprooting of the uh, of the initial takana or perhaps even the initial the initial dinda araisa. There is a discussion in the Akronim if someone misses laning on a Monday or Thursday, there's two discussions. First of all, should you just do it on Tuesday? I mean, if the whole point is you shouldn't go three days, so if you miss Monday, maybe do Tuesday so that you'll have, uh, you'll have missed Sunday, Monday, and you won't go three days because if you wait again until Thursday, you will have missed three days. So this is a, the Elia Rabba writes in the name of the Magan Avram that in Gilead Magan Avram, that if they're Mvatal Ba'onus Torah on Monday, they should read on Tuesday so that they don't go three days. They have to fulfill the uh, the Takana. However, the Birka Yosef says not that way. He says, no, the Takana was Monday and Thursday. That was the Yikr Takana. So we don't look at the reason for the Takana. We look at the Takana. We try to fulfill the Takana. Somewhere there's a Tzibur that's laying on Monday and Thursday. The Takana is being fulfilled. But it's not that each, uh, that, that, that when it's an onus that you have, to, you have to make it up. There's a further discussion. If you miss it on Monday morning, should you lay in Monday Mincha? I think uh, they said Salvechik uh, did that when he was flying, I think, uh, from Boston to New York once he would miss, uh, he, I don't know if it happened occasionally or if it happened once or whatever, but they say this such a mice that he made them lane for him on, uh, at, at Mincha when he got to Wayu because he missed, he missed the Monday morning Kriya Satorah and he held that it was Chavas HaYachid, that it's not only Chavas HaTzibor that they should do it, but he has an individual Chiv to hear Kriya Satorah that day and there are other Gedolah Yisrael that held that way. There's also a discussion whether women are Chayiv in this Kriya Satorah. Shulchan Aruch writes in Reish Pei Beis that HaKol Olu Shiva Afilu Isha 
that amongst the seven olim, even a woman could count as one of the seven olim. So the Magna Vram writes, sounds like women are mitzvah in Kriyas HaTorah. It's l'chora difficult because the whole point of the Takana was that we shouldn't go three days without Torah. Sounds like it's a din in Talmud Torah. And women are part of from Talmud Torah. So why would women be chayiv in the, uh, the Kriyas HaTorah? So that's, that's taka good kasha. Why it is that they, they would be chayiv? Unless you say that it's not a din in Talmud Torah, it's a din in Kabbalah Satora, and women are certainly included in Kabbalah Satora. Certainly the idea, the Gemara Babasa says, that we have three people up there. We have the Balkore, we have uh, the, the uh, well, it used to be the Ola is the Balkore, but you have someone standing to his right, someone standing to his left. You have a total of three people in terms of their rights to mimic Kabbalah Satora, where there was a recipient, there was a giver of the Torah, and there was the Sirsur, there was Moshe Rabbeinu, there was the go-between, that all of Kriya Satora is somehow a reenactment of Kabbalah Satora. So that would include women, whereas if it's just Limurat Torah Barabim, it would, uh, would not include women. The fact that we make a separate Birch Satora implies that it's a din in Limurat Torah as opposed to Kabbalah Satora. Okay, says the Gemara, I didn't realize how late it's getting. Vidan Bishen Bechamishi, the Shrichi Dasu, you could spend all, you know, a week on this stuff. Vidan Bishen Bechamishi, the Shrichi Dasu, the Mitra Besifra. And they would, they would judge on Monday and Thursday because that's when they would have uh, stuff from their scribes available to them, etc. It would make for a much smoother basin system. They also made a takana to do laundry on Thursday. Mishum Kavat Shabbos, because of Kavat Shabbos, of Shomel Zalman's Korn Shmir Shabbos Gilchsa, discussing whether nowadays laundry should be done on Friday, because it used to be that they would have to do everything by hand. Now that we have machines and it's so easy, so maybe uh, you don't have to get started on Thursday to get the laundry ready for Shabbos. Maybe now the greater Kavat Shabbos would be to do it on Friday, unless the Kavat Shabbos is that you shouldn't have to be involved in laundry on Erev Shabbos so that you could be Panoi, you could be available to uh, to do the to, to prepare in other ways for Shabbos. We uh, mentioned recently we were, we were interviewing a potential ger and we said describe to us what your Shabbos is like. And he says first of all it starts as soon as I wake up Friday morning. I'm already in Shabbos mode. So that's what Chazal was trying to create. As someone who's in Shabbos mode when he wakes up on uh, Friday morning. Now, if you have to think about the laundry, you're not going to be in Shabbos mode already when you wake up on uh, on Friday morning. Vichu Oakland Shum of Shabbos that a person should eat garlic on Erev Shabbos, Mishum Ona, because the mitzvah's Ona is on Friday night. That a person is supposed to be Some understand that it's dafka to schedule on Erev Shabbos so that the rest of the nights of the week a person shouldn't be uh, preoccupied thinking whether there's going to be Ona, mitzvah Ona that night or not, so he could, uh, he could spend his time in, uh, in Talmud Torah. Uh, that's how the Me'iri writes, and that's why it's Dafka Me'er Shabbos, Me'er Shabbos, to be on a more of a scheduled kind of thing. But at the time where there's going to be a mitzvah Ona, you want to eat those kinds of foods that will be Marba Zera, that will increase the, oppor- the chances that, uh, that a woman will become pregnant. There are five things that are said about garlic. Masbia, it satiates a person. Umashchin, it warms a person's body. Umatzil panim, it gives a glow to his face. Umarba hazera, it causes more zera, and that's why it's dafka associated with mitzvahsona. Vahori kinim shabrimayim, and it kills bugs in his stomach. Vieshomer machnes ava motziasakina, and some say it brings love into his heart because it's 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 misamechim, so it makes him more loving. When people are in a good mood, they tend to be more loving, and it's motziasakina takes away uh, jealousy 
from uh, from from people. So that's uh, that, that that's what uh, shum does. It also gives a person terrible breath. The Gemara says elsewhere. The Gemara says in um, I mean it's also a fact. But the the, the Gemara tells the story of the person in Sanhedrin of the person who ate shum and he ruined the whole shear. The Rebbe was uh, trying to say shear and the the smell was just overwhelming. I think it was Rabbi Danasi. I think it was Rebbe that was actually trying to say shear and the smell was overwhelming. He said Misha Chal Shum Whoever ate garlic should get out of here. So uh, was that the Shmuel Akadon? Someone. So, so someone. Uh, Rabbi Shimon was, was it Shmuel Akadon? So he uh, he left and uh, he took he took one for the team, even though he wasn't the one that ate garlic. But everyone left. Everyone left after him. So okay, so that's the uh, the idea of eating of eating garlic on. Um, you know, eating garlic. That, the, the, that, that's how they explain. I think why the Rambam doesn't quote this one. I think they say the Rambam doesn't quote the Achilas the Achilas Shum because it's not it's not so easy to pull it off. You have to. On the one hand, it's good for Ona. On the other hand, it's not good if you want someone to get anywhere near you. So it's uh, so it's it's it's. I think that they they uh, they try to figure out what if it's cooked, if it's not cooked. They try to come up with all sorts of chilukim. And they're also that a woman should wake up early and bake so that there should be bread available for anim. And that a woman should uh, wear this chastity belt because it's tovelas. Ask the Gemara, that a woman should be tovel? Should do chafifa before tevila? That's the That a person has to make sure that there's no chatzitza before they go to the mikvah. Es means es besaro. Not only on their actual flesh, but even that which is next to their flesh. Usayar, meaning even their hair can't have a chatzitza. So isn't this all a dindaraisa? On the rice level, you just have to look over their body, make sure there's no knots, make sure there's nothing disgusting that's on them. That's going to be a block for the for the mikvah for the mikvah water. Ezra came along and he was masaking chafifa. We showed him what exactly chafifa means. Does chafifa mean combing or does chafifa mean washing? Big nafkamin. If you say it means washing, it could be that his takana was to wash the entire body. The uh, uh, the Shulchan Aruch says that a woman should rinse out any of the folds in her body, any of the, the, the cracks and the crevices in her body, the armpits and things like that, where things can easily get uh, stuck uh, with, with, with the water. But there's an additional din that a woman should comb her hair. So it's a question whether it's on the whole body, the din of Khafifa or uh, of Takana Sezra, or only on the hair. But we do all of those things. And that rochlim, that uh, spice sellers, perfume sellers, should be around because of tachshit enoshim tzur yiskanu al baleim. That women should always be attractive to their husbands. V'tikein tevila lebalekerian, and he was also masakin that a balkeri should do tevila. Frek the gemara daraisahu. Balkeri doing tevila is a din daraisa. That's not a takana sezra. Dixiv veish kisetiv menushich vazera varachs besar b'mayim. So answers gemara daraisahu lechuma v'kachim asuhu tikein afilu ledivretora. It was the Daraisa for Truma and Kachim. Ezra was Masakin, even for Divrei Torah. Tosus points out, We don't pass in that way. We assume Divrei Torah, not Makabal Tumah. So a person's tummy could still learn Torah. Asks Tosos, that's very nice that Rabbi Yehuda holds that way. But a fight against Rabbi Yehuda versus Ezra has so fair. Shouldn't Ezra win every time? Who authorizes Rabbi Yehuda to undo a Takana Ezra? So Tosos has several Terutsim. First he says that maybe Rabbi Yehuda was under the impression that 
Ezra was not Masakin it, that it was some other Takana. Or maybe it wasn't Pashan Yisuro Bekal Yisrael, the Takana never took hold, and therefore you're allowed to uproot a, uh, an earlier Takana when it never, when it never takes hold. Uh, to, or maybe there's a chilik between Torah and Tefillah, that, uh, that when Ezra's Takana was only for, for Tefillah, but not for Torah. Now we move on. Ten things that are said about Yerushalayim. That a house is not uh, is a sale of a house. Uh, it doesn't have a normal din of bate or Rechama, where after one year it remains in the buyer's possession forever. You are able to buy it back even after one year. You're able to get it back to be goel. And if Yovel comes, uh, it's Yotze biyovel, like bate Chatser, it's not like bate or Rechama. You don't bring an Eglah Ruf on Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim cannot become an Eglah there's no Tumas Tsaras and houses in Yerushalayim. We don't make awnings in Yerushalayim. We don't make, we don't make dumps in Yerushalayim. We don't make uh, ovens in, in Yerushalayim uh, to, to burn uh, tar. We don't make gardens and orchards except for those that were there from the days of the Nevi Mishonim. We don't raise chickens. We don't raise chickens. You don't leave a dead body unburied overnight. How do I know that? Yerushalayim was never divided up. Lishvatim and Batayorichoma is only in places that are divided amongst Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim was not Lishvatim. So it's no one city. Again, a place where you yarshin. We don't have awnings because that's going to cause no alatuma, and all the regalim are always going to become tame without realizing. We don't want to create garbage dumps because then you can have all sorts of shkatsim running around. We don't want to make uh, these. Uh, ovens because of the smoke that's going to be made. You don't want to make ginos pardesim because of the smell. Rashi says asavim raim that are going to grow there, bad weeds that are going to grow there, and uh, people also have to fertilize fields and gardens. We're not because of kachim and the tarnagolim go hang out in the ashba and they bring shratzim all over the place. And we don't leave a dead body unburied. That's a tradition that we have that we don't do these things. So the Gemara is going to uh, discuss some more details about uh, raising animals, Hashem, uh, starting at two dots tomorrow. Oh, yeah.